Welcome, Look birds and geeks, to another episode of Goblins and Guidance. We are the Goblins here to give you all guidance. I'm Calvin, and joining me are... Uh, David? And Andrew, and we set up to answer D&D Reddit's no. most pressing questions! Our first question for you this evening. DMs. Uh, this is submitted by Robinus, Ro- Robinius1. DMs. When do you roll the suggestion spell ends? Yes, when the action that was suggested is completed, but there are situations where it isn't really clear. For example, Bard casts suggestion on enemy general. Give up. Does he let his weapons fall and says, I give up, then the spell ends and he picks them back up and continue fighting? Uh, I haven't used the suggestion spell, so I need to... Me, me neither. Let me, let me, let me read. Uh, let me yeah, let's read. read it. Okay. Uh, are you going to read it out loud, Andrew? Or I will. You suggest a course of activity limited to a sentence or two and magically influence a creature you can see within range that can hear and understand you. Creatures that can't be charmed are immune to this effect. The suggestion must be worded in such a manner as to make the course of action sound reasonable. Asking the creature to stab itself, throw itself onto a spear, immolate itself, or do some other obviously harmful act ends the spell. A target must make a wisdom saving throw on a failed save if it pursues the course of action you describe to the best of its ability. The suggested course of action can continue for the entire duration. If the suggested activity can be completed in a shorter time, the spell ends when the subject finishes what it was asked to do. You can also specify conditions that will trigger a special activity during the duration. For example, you might suggest that a knight give her war horse to the first beggar she meets. If the condition isn't met before the spell expires, the activity isn't performed. If you or any of your companions damage the target, the spell ends. Okay. Okay. So, personally, I think telling an enemy general to give up is an obviously harmful act. I don't think that would work. That's fair. I see that. But, okay, but besides that, if if we say it does work, I think... You'd drop the weapon, surrender, and then I think that would, I feel like that would continue for the eight hours. Because just, like su- just the simple act of surrendering isn't like a quick one and done. It would yeah. at least be to like you tied up and like actually captured the general, I think. Right. Mm-hmm. Or like, I, honestly, you know how I want to think about it? It's like a Jedi mind trick, right? Yeah. Where like, if sure. I don't think a Jedi could tell like a stormtrooper to shoot himself and he'll do it. Yeah, no. But like, but like, you can tell them like these are not the droids we're looking for, and they'll believe you, right? Yeah. So I feel like yeah, you, I feel like you could definitely use this just the spell to redirect the general to attack something else, maybe. Mm-hmm. But doing mm-hmm. a hard like give up and surrender doesn't seem like what this spell is supposed to do. Also, what level is the spell? Second level. Uh, it's only it's a second strong. level. That, yeah, if, yeah, if second level is not strong enough to make a general surrender, yeah, it's not as it's not going to be as strong as like command, right? Yeah. What yeah. what is command? Well, command is a command is first command. level. Spell. Command's a first level. It's like a one word version of situation. Yeah. right. I would know right. one of my you... one of my players just used it uh, last session and well, it was actually really good. If command, you can make them drop what they're holding. And then end its turn. Ooh. Right. And that's a yeah. first level spell. So if you're going to use a second level spell slot to do suggestion, I don't see why. Maybe not give up, but like you can definitely make them draw. I feel like you 
suggestion should be at least as strong as command, right? Right. Like, even though it's more words, it's also a second level spell. Mm -hmm. So, it's a lot of, lot of DM. Sort yeah. Of. I mean, it's, it's a very vague I, kind of like what makes something obviously harmful. Yeah. That's why we love D&D, because you can do whatever you want. <laughs> as long as your DM agrees. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, in the end, I think like I don't think that will work in the first place. Like mm -hmm. getting a general to just surrender the battle or whatever. Yeah, I mean, you could redirect, re like like you said earlier, you could like redirect their attention, but I don't think you could. It it would work for a hard surrender. Yeah, I mean, maybe like if they're they almost lost anyway, like maybe because yeah. that would make it more reasonable, right? Isn't that one of the sure. The suggestion yeah. must be worded in such a manner as to make the course of action sound reasonable. Mm -hmm. So yeah, like if someone's looking through your gear, right? And then you say like, oh, we're just travelers. We don't have weapons. Like they'll believe you because it makes sense. Yeah. But if they're winning the fight and you say, you guys should give up, that doesn't make sense. But if you're winning the fight and they're losing and you say, you should give up now before you lose more people, wouldn't that make more sense? Yeah, I think that... That, I think that yeah, that, that also makes sense. Yeah, like you should cut your losses and turn around, and they'll do it. Yeah, right. So it's okay. it's it's a lot of vagity. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, okay. My my first question, uh, submitted by Lombi eighty five. If you could pick to have one first level spell from any class from D and D fifth edition. And just one spell slot per long rest to cast it, to have in real life. Which would you pick, and why? Well, now um, I have to look up. No, now I need <laughs> to look at every single first level. My spell. my initial uh, thought was I got rid of all the spells that deal damage because that's going to get you arrested. Mm -hmm. uh, what? No. <laughs> you only get to cast it once, so like you hurt one person and then you're fucked, and everyone's on top of you. <laughs> My oh my second, goodness, you could take charm person. Charm my, person. Yeah, take charm person. <laughs> I also a... like. I avoided the ones that sounded rapey to me. Yeah, that's uh, fair. No, my. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Elaborate on that. Uh, because you're gonna charm person to do what exactly, Andrew? Huh? 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 What are you? What are you thinking with charm person? I'm not thinking. I'm not gonna take that. and not gonna be accused. I'm gonna choose something else. I thought. The, mo the most beneficial one to choose, I thought, was a ritual spell because you don't need a spell slot to cast ritual spells. Mm -hmm. All right, now that's it, it, it adds 10 minutes, right? It adds 10 minutes, but I think I'm willing to like do 10 minutes to cast spells more than that's, once a day. No, that's fair. So from the first level of ritual spells, we have Alarm, which mm -hmm. is okay, but like unnecessary in today's world with our technology. Right. Uh, ceremony. Which is also so you would just become used. a priest, right? You, you become a priest. You become a priest. Comprehend languages, which I do think is super um, useful, and I, I this was like probably one of my top picks. There's, yeah, that's broken. Yeah, there's detect magic, but I which think in this world book. is pretty useless because like this is the only type of magic. Uh, detect poison. I, I guess. Yeah, I guess, I don't know. <laughs> Detect poison and disease, 
Which could be useful. I think that would be a really nice answer. thing for a doctor to have. I know my answer. Imagine like Easy. instantly um, being able to be like, oh, you have cancer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, find familiar. Which, I mean, that's just getting a pet, dude. That's kind of cool, but I don't know yeah. if I want to do that. There's identify. Okay. Illusory script. Purify food and drink. Speak with animals. Tensor's floating disc and unseen servant. Unseen servant all the way. Yours is unseen servant. My I don't. Servant. I have a. Like, I don't. It, I it feel like I don't need one a, hour. It only lasts for one hour, and I feel like I don't need an unseen servant as much as like some as people think they do. Right. Like, what can it do? It can yeah. interact with an object. Oh well. Okay. It can get stuff for you. Clean stuff. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Just does, it just does your chores, basically. It can yeah. do my chores every day. But, yeah. like, it's not that much effort to do your chores. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I so, speak with animals sounds kind of cool, but, like, it's a toss up between, like, speak with animals, Tether's floating disc, identify a copperhead language for me. It's okay. Those four, is, I would choose one of those. For me, I think what would be awesome is Goodberry. Because you get 10 berries, Ooh. right? Yeah. And you eat one, and you're good for the whole day. That's true. That's a good weight loss plan. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah, there's just a lot of cool stuff. that like. There's a lot of cool stuff. Like, in D&D, you never get to do it, because maybe your DM just doesn't roleplay enough. But, like, yeah. if you think about it in real life, like, good berry is awesome, right? Good berry is pretty good, yeah. What about just jump? I'm your jump for distance me. is Oh, tripled. jump would be cool, too, yeah. I'm down right. for inflicted wounds. Just kill people. Oh, magic missile! People. Magic missile in real life. What if? What if like everyone? Yo. Like every average person would be like level one, right? So three uh, level zero technically. Level oh, zero, like a yeah. villager oh, yeah. is like level zero. Mm-hmm. Okay, so like everyone has like ten health maybe. So three D ten, you're just killing someone. Yep. You just end Man. someone's life. Magic missile. <laughs> Magic missile in real life. Holy shit. Ray of sickness? Hey, yo. Ray of sickness? You give someone cancer? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then this has a follow-up question. Of, instead of a first-level spell, what about a cantrip? Oh, cantrip? Mage hand? Yeah, it's definitely mage hand for me. Actually, there's a lot of good cantrips, uh, too. Like, There's um, a lot of good ones, but like... Main chant is just so useful in real life. Fire, firebolt. I like firebolt. Message, message. Main chant, well, main chant is basically like just having the force. Yeah. This, is my is my dream to be like, oh, the remote's so far away. Well, main spare, chant. Spare, spare, the, spare the dying is really good. Yeah, spare the dying is definitely like like someone who's choking and like oh, okay. Oh, oh, you were looking at it from. But like, control. Yeah, if someone's like unconscious and they're like choking, you do spare the dying, and they're they're not gonna die. I feel like uh, someone who chooses a catcher would de- very much depend on like what their occupation is. Mm-hmm. Like, well, the thing is, you can use it like any time, right? So you want yeah, a cantrip yeah. that you can use all the time, which you know makes it matron. Yep, control Wait, flames sounds really cool too. Mold I'd earth. Be, I'd be down for sword burst. You don't have a sword. 
No, that's not what it does. Oh, Sword wait, yeah, it, it creates does a, a circle of spectral okay. blades. You, if you uh, just want to kill people, I would become Virgil. Wait, this spell <laughs> is becoming Virgil. You know what that spell reminds me of? Okay, have you guys seen the new Gundam that came out? No. The, the, lesbian, the lesbian yeah, the, the lesbian one. The, one, the, the show that's replacing Licorice Recoil as the lesbian show of the week. <laughs> I is is Licorice like actually lesbian or is it just like yeah. implied? No, no, like, bro, bro. Because I watched the whole it. thing and like I didn't. They fucking. They fucking okay, historians dude. would say they're just friends, and they're wrong. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so the main character in that, like the Gundam, has like these like magic like floaty things that just like spin around and shoot people anyway that's cool yeah that's virgil from a uh, devil may cry oh, oh my wait, god actually, no, 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 no. Message. Okay, okay message no no not message we have that's code. what i was saying that's anyway. what i was saying I was like, code thoughts look at the code wanna, thoughts i don't want to encode my thoughts no but it's a perfect it's, it's a instant memory. memory oh it's like that's the answer to like every, every test <laughs> Casting the spell while holding a thought strand allows you to instantly receive whatever memory, idea, or message that thought strand contains. So, like, we as humans are very forgetful, but if we just like encode all of our thoughts and then just like remember them when we need them, and you just like keep them, yeah, you just like stockpile, you just have like a bag of like encoded thoughts. All right, so, like, the duration is eight hours, I guess. So, like, you pull it out and then eight hours later. You could use. Okay, I see. You could remember why it. I see, wait, why have I never like, seen it? Just use before this the spell? test. This is sick. Because uh, it only comes from a one background. It's the only way to get it. Wait, what? You, oh. oh, Demir Operative? You have what to play. Heck? It's a Guildmaster's Guide to Ravnica specific spell. Oh, okay. I see. I see. Yeah. That's. So, crazy. like, yeah. It's not like a class spell thing. Yo, I could take dancing lights. <laughs> Your favorite dancing lights. <laughs> I love dancing lights. Oh my god, Eldritch Blast. Wow. The start, the warlock spell. You're just oh, killing people. So He's just killing people. He's just yeah, and, and your point is, oh my god, vicious mockery. <laughs> okay. I think I don't need to actually <laughs> Andrew's just gonna pick whichever one hurts more people. Word of radiance. <laughs> David, what's your first question? What is oh, my you can first do, question? You could do prestidigitation and do what, oh, uh, okay. you, oh, do what your friend did in that one campaign. <laughs> Alright. When a wild-shaped druid with a large size takes damage and reverts the human form, since human form is medium and not 10 by 10, do you pick the square you will form into? Ooh. This is just a very low-key question. but Yeah, it's a very, it's very low. I don't I don't think you would choose. Personally, I would roll a d4 and be random. Okay, that's interesting. That or like, no, no, no I think, think what, about it no, logically, what, and it like no, falls yeah, yeah. backwards into one of the. No, think about yeah. So like, you know, say you were a bear, you mm -hmm. would, and you're facing one way. Your your feet would be on one of the two back squares that you're that's face that um is further from where you're facing. So it'd yeah. be one of those two, and then. I don't know how you decide between those two, but it it would definitely depend on what you're maybe like turning from. from. Uh, yeah. yeah, there's there's two ways of going this. I'm just going to be like the logic route of like what's the most logical space for him to fall into, or just sure. roll a d4 and 
have a random spot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is a good point. I don't think a bear is large, though, like 10 by 10, but is it? Bears are large. Is owl bears are large. Yeah. I can tell you owl bears are large, at least. Bear. Uh, bears are medium beast. Okay. Or, uh, oh. Black bear is medium, brown bear is large. Cave bear is oh, large, polar bear is large. So black bear is the only one that's medium. Everyone else is large. Yep. Remember, guys, if it's black, fight back. If it's brown, <laughs> lie down. <laughs> what? Have you not heard that before? No. Okay, when you see a bear, so black bears are less aggressive, so you fight back, right? And they'll get scared yeah. off and run. Brown so those bears are the will ones... kill you, right? Brown so bears black... are the large beasts, so you have to so lie down. So black bears are the ones where you're supposed to like make yourself bigger? Yeah. And then brown bears, you play dead. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I realized that what I said might have been taken out of context. Yeah. <laughs> no, you, you get it, right? I, I understood it. <laughs> Okay, I we did not. About bears. I, I, I did not at first. Yeah, <laughs> I thought you were saying something. No, we were talking about bears. <laughs> I thought you were saying something very different. Yo, oh, no. Yo, we're not racist here. Firstly, you picked friends. Friends? Well, I feel like any. That's like kind of fake friends, you know? Like, yeah. Fake Those are like forced friends. Right. Okay. Ooh, okay. Gust. Gust. Andrew, what's yes. your second question? Um, here we go. This one is by Cherryo. Uh, I'm going to DM a new group, and I'm new too. Neither one of us have played this game before, and I have done some reading, but not enough, I feel like. I'm not very intimidated by DMing because we're all new, and but I also don't want it to be shit since we all have been wanting to play this game for a long time. Is there any good, nice, simple, learn-the-game bog standard D&D one shit that I could run? Is a one-shot even good for this? What would I need to prepare for my players? What about myself as a DM? I have some character sheets that I got from one of those new-to-the-game boxes. Can I print out a map so we now thoroughly... So we know roughly how many squares or meters a player is from, e.g. an enemy, etc.? Thanks for all the tips and leads. It's going to be great. It will be great because you will go to a certain site that I'm not going to name and uh, look up the campaign uh, Lost Mine Offend over and you will have a great time because that is probably the best campaign to run if you're new. There's also a bunch of like easy one-shots you can do just to get a feel for it. I feel like running a one-shot... is good for new DMs because it's just a quick thing, and if they do mess up, it's not going to like affect a log running campaign. Oh, true. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of ways to print out like maps. Uh, what I do is I um, download uh, maps and images, and I use GIMP to add a grid if it doesn't have it already, and then I change the size so that each like grid is an inch like it's supposed to mm-hmm. be and print through Adobe uh, Acrobat. That's it's been working it's been working pretty well for me. The only like issue I really have is that it leaves a white border that you have to like cut out for each one. So if you're printing like large maps it gets annoying. But mm-hmm. for the most part it works pretty well. My players have been, been happy with it. I've been hand drawing all my maps and Calvin I am not happy with your map kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh. actually not happy. I'm kidding. Oh man, the hours I put in those maps. <laughs> oh. 
That's a lot yeah, of work. Yeah, is, I, I've been... I've there, been okay. I was like stupid and decided to print out the entire lizard folk layer instead of yeah, like I, just key we, rooms. I was gonna say we yeah. we used like five of those rooms. Yeah. Maybe. I, I should just print it out like the big rooms and like just <clears throat> hand draw the little ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been hand drawing all all the well, I I say all the maps, but it's only been like three maps so far for my yeah. campaign I'm running. It. Hand drawing could get annoying yeah. though, but it also like if you like it, it, it works. It's fine. You could get reusable like grid <laughs> um, maps. Oh, dude, I, brought, I just bought, I, I bought a sketchbook, and so I'm writing, drawing too. it all in pencil. But the problem is, I it's not big enough to fit Kragma Castle in it. Yeah. So I might just. So I'm just. I'm pretty sure I'm just gonna have to do key rooms for that one. Mm-hmm. It was barely big enough for me to do all of Red Brand Hideout, but I had to cut off like the top and bottom row of squares. Yeah, it's been doing well so far. My players are liking it. Calvin, I'm so excited for a campaign. I have oh, not I been working too. on it though. <laughs> I I printed a little more for my campaign that I'm gonna run. Okay. Uh, because I, I, I wrote, like, the first session out of, like, content, but I was like, mm. oh, maybe this is not enough. So I wrote a little more just in, to cover my bases. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Mine is probably going to be over the summer. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be... Oh, man. I don't want to think about the future. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All righty. Um, uh. My second question is from LJ the Mad King and it is yeah, it's called Backhanded Magical Items. So I'm building a homebrew campaign for a few buddies I served with. We are all a bunch of idiots and this is our fir- their first time playing so I want to make it fun and lighthearted. I'm having some trouble coming up with some magic items that are, for lack of better words, pointless, funny, and do absolutely nothing to help the party members. So, okay. So I wanted to, like, come up with some stupid homebrew items for this. My initial thought was a compass that points south instead of north. (laughs) Cool. And you you don't tell them it's pointing south and not north. They'd have to figure it out on their own. (laughs) But it's a magical compass, right? So, like, theoretically, it should be pointing north, but it just doesn't. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. according to the laws of physics, the magnetic pole should be north, but it's just not. Yeah, no, it's pointing <laughs> south because it's magic. So they, they'll find it if they use detect magic or something, and it's just this fucking compass. That's, it works ju- it, It's just as like useful as a north compass, right. but it's just pointing south. Okay, okay, hear me out. So, yeah. here's a really cool magic item, okay? Mm-hmm. So, it's in the shape of a ball, right? Uh-huh. And then... When you shake this ball, it gives you an answer of either yes, maybe, or no, right? <laughs> and it's called... yeah. <laughs> 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 and I so... wonder where I've heard that before. So when you use it in the game, your DM pulls it out from under the desk and shakes <laughs> up this magic Are ball. He made it in real life, right? <laughs> and then it gives oh you the God. answer. Oh my goodness! Like if you don't know where to go in a dungeon, you just pull out this like crazy magic ball, right? And you just shake it. It's like just like should we go right? 
and it'll be mm-hmm. like, try again next time. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously that means you have to leave the dungeon and try again tomorrow. Exactly. Yeah. Otherwise yeah. you would die. I'd always leave the dungeon. <laughs> Do you have I a back uh, item? I think mine would probably be like I I, I would I wanna hmm. This um my first thought was actually a kitchen knife that whenever you hold it up to a vegetable, it deals force damage on you and pushes you away from it. The anti-vegetarian knife. Wait, yeah. what if you had a kitchen knife, right? But mm-hmm. instead of doing slashing or piercing damage, it did, like, force damage. So when you cut a vegetable, it just, like, flattens it. <laughs> it is bludgeoning instead of yeah, yeah, but it's the same amount of damage, right? Yeah. So it's like as if you hit it with a hammer, but you're just like slicing into it. <laughs> so or what about what about a, a kitchen knife that does the opposite? Instead of like cutting the vegetable, it heals it. Oh, like Felix, <laughs> like fix a Felix hammer. Yeah, but only on yeah. vegetables that are already cut. <laughs> oh, I see. That's really <laughs> okay. funny. We're gonna we're gonna come out with a whole line of useless magic kitchen knives. Oh, yeah. 100%. Okay, let's let's think about this. Um, <laughs> okay, what about an endless water bottle? Right. Uh huh. But you can't take the water out. You can just <laughs> put the water in, and it just disappears. <laughs> and it it can only be water. Otherwise, it just falls in the bottle. Okay. <laughs> you got water, buddy? Oh man, yeah, I got shit tons of water. You got like ten gallons in this this son of a bitch. Like, oh can I have a sip? Hell no. <laughs> you can try. Yeah, like, I mean I, I would I would give it to you, but uh you, you literally can't. It's so. just it just it's just a <laughs> bottle that makes water disappear. It did nothing. Yep. yep. <laughs> just a cursed water skin. For real, for real. Right. You could you could do what <laughs> Minecraft does and yeah. have like a helmet, but you can't take it off until it breaks. Yes. Just... yes. Oh, once the bottle breaks, all the water comes gushing out. No, but then yes. you'd actually be able to use it. <laughs> but it yeah, hurts you, you too because the... it's gonna drown you. No. Imagine you... imagine no. you're they're all in a dungeon and like one of the the monsters or something like hits the bottle and breaks it. So now the entire party is drowning. Wait, you know what would be funny? No, <laughs> like, you throw. No, what would happen is you throw the bottle into an enemy base, and then you would just flood that whole base with you mm, not in there. No, but like, so this is why we keep secrets from the party, and we don't tell them what will happen if it breaks. Oh, that's true. I see. Well, what if they're like walking and then they trip? <laughs> then it breaks and they're drenched. <laughs> well, how much HP does the bottle have? Uh, well, it's like uh, a regular glass standard, bottle. It's like it's, it's a like standard a, bottle. It's like a wine bottle. Yeah. Wait, we're making this out of glass. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Well, what else are bottles made out of? <laughs> like four. Well, like wine glass. skin is made out of leather. I was about no, to say it's plastic, a bottle. It's I, a bottle. I was about to say plastic, but I guess in medieval, this is, medieval yeah. didn't yeah. have plastic. They did not yeah. have plastic bottles. SMH. Okay. Right. What if you just like put the endless water bottle like in a lake? Oh. Just like I've seen Stra- like, just try it. The- this is this is like a villain's like magic item of he's gonna uh steal the water of the world 
just to fuck with people. <laughs> the ultimate chaotic evil villain. The ultimate cat. He drops. Oh my god! If you drop it in the middle of an ocean, it causes a whirlpool. It really would. Huh. Until eventually the what, ocean what strain. Like, like, yeah, this is this is or at least a one shot. At least of you have to retrieve this bottle and save the ocean. We're writing you to, that. You have to break the bottle. No, okay. We're you should make that. this. You should make this a sub campaign, and it'll be part of the pirate campaign. And yeah. you have to like sail there, and you have to go oh. into the whirlpool. Uh, it's gonna be. What would it be like inside great. that bottle? No, you want to go know. inside the bottle. I've got. I got a lot of. I got a lot of like oh, sub yeah. quests going right, right, right now. Right. That would be good for an article campaign. Okay. All right. Next. I have another idea, but I don't want to like reveal it because it's a mystery type session. Okay, I see oh. you. All right. What's no, our next don't. question? You don't okay. How how many pl- uh by smoke smoky light main? How many player is your limit in a game? Currently in a party of six PC and one DM. Feels like a lot. It was our first session yesterday. It was absolute chaos, but fun. But six players felt like a lot. I'd For me personally, that. six is max. That's I can't imagine going any more than that. Yeah, I'm, DM- I'm DMing seven. Get wrecked. Oh man. Oh. oh. Wow. That's well, a lot. If you, you have to keep in mind, like even if you do. One minute rule for each action, like that's seven minutes mm-hmm. until your turn. Yeah. So and that's not including like monsters. Yeah. And that's kind of painful. Yeah. Even, that means even, like, like combat f- with six takes a while. It's like yeah, uh, yeah. So a six a six turn fight takes an hour. Mm-hmm. Which but is, at the same time, I would want at least like four players to a party. Yeah. I, mean, I I could imagine doing three, but it like you four can, to six is my sweet spot. You can do anything. I mean, you can do a one player one DF campaign. Yeah, and it'd just be like a like a like you a choose do, your own adventure book. Yeah, you could also do like a solo campaign where you're the DM and the player. Uh, Jenny D has a video on it, and like it's so it's possible. It's okay, sad, I don't think our possible. viewers are that lonely. Yeah, listeners. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless you are, then I'm here for you. Mm-hmm. All um, right. Andrew, what's your last question? I'm back. I returned. You've returned. Hello, back. I'm David. <laughs> Where did I cut off? Um, we just finished my question. Like the end. We just finished David's qu- question. But so did, now... Did... Did my spiel go through about um, player size being up to the players and the DM not being no. mentioned? To think? Nope. <laughs> Great. None of that. That no. That was all I said. Just um, I I don't think player size. I don't think party size can be determined by anyone other than the players and the DM. Like yeah. that. That's up to that's, that's up to you guys. You heard it here, folks. Size doesn't matter. All right. What's our What's your last question? Uh, it's 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 a uh, very simple. Uh, I don't know if we'll spend too long on this, but um. From foreign underscore clue underscore eight six four zero, the question is: Am I the asshole? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Calvin, am I the asshole? I don't know. Uh, maybe. Okay. You're the like question. The question is asked actually. So basically, I wanted to do a D&D one-shot with two level 10 players. So I'm a bit, since I'm a bit new to DMing, 
I asked if I could see their character sheet so I can balance the combat and the boss better. And they say it's a bad idea that you can't balance with character sheets. I disagreed and still I disagreed and still asked them to give the sheets. And they said I was being a dick for asking for their sheets as the DM. So I have to ask, am I being a dick? No. No. I, I it's a requirement so. at my table that you give me access to your character sheet and like and everything like that. Like that's something that's basic information that DM has to know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, for sure. So tailoring it to like if you're if you're tailoring the counters to like disable their abilities, that's kind of a dick move. But just having access to their character sheet shouldn't be a problem. Or if yeah, you yeah, are tailoring yeah. it to be against them specifically, you have to have an in-game explanation. Like Yeah. Like, oh my goodness, the evil prince, he like has a spy and they're following you and like they know they know <laughs> that knows, they know all of your weaknesses they know that you have one take and everyone else is squishy <laughs> <laughs> that's okay the whole like take and squishy thing is can be explained pretty easily just oh this is what this one guy's wearing full plate this other guy's wearing nothing he's Whoa. probably gonna be easier Whoa. to hit <laughs> hey, 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 hey. it's called unarmored defense you can you can yeah. be tanky and not wear anything, buddy. <laughs> that's that's true, but like, I think like a goblin would rather fight the person that they think is unarmored versus the guy in full plate. Wait, is mage armor like visible? I think so. Uh, I think it's like a spectral. Like, what does it say? <laughs> a magi- a protective magical force surrounds it until it ends. I always imagined like spectral armor covering. Yeah. Okay. okay. A protective magic force. Technically, it doesn't say anything whether or not it's visible or not, so you can flavor it to your own de- to desire. I guess. Okay. Yeah. Alrighty. So you are not a bad person. No, you're fine. No, Mister. That's entirely underscore underscore clue underscore eight six four zero. Yeah. No, your your players are your players are being whack. Honestly. Yeah. All right. All right. This one is from Brave Hotel 3062. That's a Brave Hotel right there. Brave Hotel. Yes, when do you allow bad things to happen to your players? I'm a fairly new DM, been DMing since June, and I always have trouble understanding when to allow something truly bad to happen to your players. I don't mean death, as there's a mechanic for that, and there's only so much control I can have over them rolling badly. I mean long-lasting consequences like curses or the death on an NPC they and their character cared about. I think there's a very fine line between having consequences and punishing players, so I wanted to ask more experienced DMs how they how do they walk it. Mm. Well, well experienced DM. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, well experienced DM. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well experienced DM. Oh, killed oh. the character before. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I pulled off a character, but that's because the players left. That's, yeah. They, well, I kicked them out. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's hey. all other thing. Uh, I say, you, you, when you punish them is when they do something stupid. Like, like, if they're pissing off a god to his face, and the god has, just decides to curse them or something, then for retribution or something. Or they, like, l- do something illegal out of the open that the guards are cutting come get them and like they have to pay a fine or go to jail or something. Yeah. Yeah. 
you got you got to get like just some common sense in this of like when to punish them. It definitely depends on your story too, because like if you're going yeah. for the nitty gritty, like people are, it's not mm-hmm. you're not gonna live long, right? Yeah. Or like, <laughs> if you want a character, okay, I thought of this really cool idea where like one of your player characters they just get cancer, right? <laughs> yeah. And so sure. they um... they try. And they like already class into something else, and so they have to try and like multi class into paladin level three, so that or like level two, so that they get like divine immunity. And mm. then it's like, um, it's like heckin' heckin' wait, is this a spoiler? Too bad. Thor Love and Thunder, right? Spoiler alert. Okay, whoa, uh, wait, it's, you, it's been out for a little while, it's yeah, been, it's been out for like a month. So, <laughs> so Jane Foster, she gets cancer, right? And then Mjolnir, she doesn't have cancer. Oh my goodness, that's such Dude, that's a that's, idea. That's not that's, even a movie spoiler. That's we that that's bit that's literally her origin in the comics. That is her origin of the comics as So this Thor is not a spoiler. The, the movie did change it because like Mjolnir didn't actually cure her, just like kept yeah. her going a little bit. Yeah. Well, the comics, in the comics the comics basically cures her, I think. They like they weakened Mjolnir in the movie. Oh, no, okay. I thought I thought in the comic though she she's only like quote unquote cured while holding Mjolnir, but when she yeah. is like, but when she's not Thor, she goes back to being a bedridden cancer person. Yeah, but that like in the movie, it's like she's not even like that cured with Mjolnir. She still like gets pain and stuff from it. It's just oh, less, okay, uh, okay, I see, I see. I think that's like a really good idea for a serious campaign. Yeah, or just like. I, I also had like an idea that I wanted to try out, but it hasn't. The situation hasn't come up yet in a session of if the bard ever wanted to try to fuck a dragon, the bard becomes pregnant. Well, oh, what if they're a guy? What if, if they're, they're a guy, then like the dragon becomes pregnant or something. But I thought it was really funny if one of the characters just becomes pregnant and like they don't realize till like they start getting visible signs. Well, yeah. So you, can, you slowly like dragon either. It could just be it, anyone. Yeah. It could be anything, but you like, you slowly like put in like signs of them. Like, you, like, yeah, they like roll a constitution check, uh, one morning when they wake up and then it, like it's morning sickness and stuff. I mean, Before, or you could like, give someone an STD. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That, that's true. You can do. Uh, you got oh, AIDS. Right. Okay. Uh, there has no, to be like no. realistic <laughs> consequences to the, the bard, actions. the bard gets dragon aids. Oh, dragon aids. Scaly warts. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm not gonna think about it anymore. This is why this <laughs> show is rated like what PG-13. Uh, explicit. That's what I call it. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you think that's why people click on it? Yep. It's an explicit D and D podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's moving, moving on. We have we have time for one last question, David. What is it? What is my last question? Oh, this is a good one. Hi, I'm a new player and I'm creating a character. What is intelligence? Is it an erudition or some natural ability for logic, thinking, and calculations? Uh, I think by the the by the underscore mighty underscore Kurgan spelled K U R G A N. <laughs> Uh, oh, that's a hard question. I think, like... Wait, can base... we define erudition? Because I don't even know what that word means. Yeah, oh, me sure. neither. Uh, the quality the of quality having of... or showing great knowledge or learning, uh, semicolon, scholarship, period. 
according to Oxford Languages. Thank you, Oxford Languages. I think, like, it's a mix of both, because everyone has, like, a base, like, intelligence of people are just understand things better. But then, Mm -hmm. like, there's character development where you got your, like, your ASIs is you just be becoming better at things. Mm -hmm. Um, The ASI is an ability score improvement? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, But, like, I think as a stat, intelligence is knowledge. And, like, specifically, like, book smarts, while wisdom is, like, the ability to use that knowledge. Yeah. I would describe it as, like, you being good at school versus, like, you being good at living on your own, right? Mm -hmm. Like, so I played a character, and he had, like, seven intelligence or something. It was a dwarf. But his wisdom was, like, 13, right? So so he didn't know how to read, right? But, like, and and he would forget everyone's name, right? Because that's that's what intelligence is. It's, like, memory and, like, your brain power. But, you know, his, um, like, he could tell when you're lying, right? He knows not to trust strangers, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, wisdom is, like, perception. You, like, notice things. Yeah. This, um, this, this all kind of brings back to one of my favorite examples of what the stats are. It's uh, called the tomato example. Huh? Uh, mm-hmm. So, like, strength is being able to crush a tomato. Dexterity is being able to dodge a tomato, like it's been thrown at you. Constitution is being able to eat a bad tomato. Intelligence is knowing a tomato is a fruit. Wisdom is knowing not to put a tomato in a fruit salad. And charisma is being able to sell a tomato-based fruit salad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think I think it's a great example of like what each stat is. Sure. Yeah. I think we should explain the difference between perception and investigation too. Yeah. So for me, perception is like noticing things around you. It's using your senses. Um like it's being able to see like out of the corner of your eye, you got like a couple walking down the street. Um, but investigation is like looking intensely at that couple and like knowing he's cheating on her. <laughs> or, <laughs> or just or or like even simpler, just knowing like, oh, they they're married or something by noticing they have like a ring on or something. But would that be intuition then? Uh I guess the cheating part would be like um intuition but investigation would be noticing like actually like looking at them and seeing like a ring on like their Uh, finger and being able to tell they're married or something like that yeah i think it's sort of like opening a drawer and perception is you can see and feel everything inside and then investigation is noticing that the drawer isn't deep enough to go all the way so there's a secret drawer in the back yeah investigation is like doing a hard perception on something yeah you know it's like yeah. So perception is surface level, and investigation is using your brain to figure out what's not surface level. Yeah. Okay. I can't believe that, Andrew. And I can't then, oh, put, uh... David, we forgot at the beginning. Uh, what is a goblin's favorite joke? Wow, they had to wait like an they had hour. To wait a week in an in an hour for this stupid punchline that I'm sure is awful. <laughs> what's a goblin's favorite joke? <laughs> Goblin these nuts. Oh, that's a joke I would make. God. Goodness, I gotta look up another joke to tell for that. Oh, oh, okay, I got one. 
All right. Wait, 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 wait. We got to do the outro first. <laughs> thanks thanks to, for listening to Three Goblins Rant. David, what's the fucking joke? <laughs> Shoot, I got an ad. Wait, okay. What do you call okay. a go- what do you call a goblin with an injured leg? <laughs> <laughs>